Welcome to the Donut Social Podcast, a place to learn and have a little fun. Each week, your host, Dorika Nicole, a brand coach, takes you behind the scenes with successful brands, entrepreneurs, and industry elites to share their journey. Her mission is to share insiders' tips and tricks, action-based tools, and fuel you with motivation. It's not all so serious. She has created a safe community to vent, ask questions, whether you're an entrepreneur, parent, single parent, or student. Get inspired while having fun. Welcome to the Donut Social Podcast. Here is your host, Dorika Nicole. Hey guys, it's your girl, Dorika Nicole. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me in another episode of Donut Social Podcast. This episode (laughs) is is called Forgiveness, okay? Um, It's kind of going hand in hand with our last episode. So if you weren't around and did not hear last episode, let me give you just a little brief recap, but it was no excuses. So I just mostly talked about in life, not just business, but with family, friends, just life general, you know, not to make excuses. Everybody has something better to do or something else to do. And when you have a goal and you know that you need to get something done, don't make an excuse. Just, just do it. You're, I don't believe in trying. I believe you either are doing it or you're not. Somebody once told me trying is lying. And I really stand by that know what that makes sense you're either doing it or you're not so no no excuses was really just grilling you guys on there's no excuses there's there's people that run in the olympics and they're you know or they're part of the olympics and they're missing a limb you know what i'm saying there's people that have that are blind that are conquering things that you know we wouldn't dream of you know, that somebody could do that, that is blind. There's, there's just no excuses. So with that being said, after recording that episode, I really, you know, was reflecting and I, I, just to give you a little bit of a background, my, my father raised me. Um, I did not have my mother in my life, majority of my life. Um, unfortunately she was, she had a drug problem and she was, she was just gone. And I've, you know, there's, there's a lot of emotions with that. A lot of us, there's a lot of us that are out there that grew up with a single parent, you know, whether the mom was around, the dad was gone or the dad was around, the mom was gone. All of, you know, I, there's just a lot of us that um, experience that and hold a lot of pain in. And I, I guess I was kind of making the excuse of, oh, you know, my mom doesn't, you know, reach out to me. You know, I never get to talk to my mom, this and that. And I, I really started thinking about the episode after filming it. And I was like, dang, you know, I'm kind of making an excuse, an excuse of why I don't reach out to my mom. I'm kind of blaming my mom. Well, I had to pretty much step back and look at it in the sense of maybe she doesn't know how, like, especially personally, like I know me, I know I have, I could be, I give out tough love. I can be very tough and maybe she's uncomfortable doing so because she's not sure how I feel or would take it. So I was out, um, over the weekend with 
two of my daughters. We were going to Ross. We were shopping at Ross. Um, I've been getting a lot of like planters, like different pots and um, plant stands. I have like a total obsession um, recently with indoor plants. And um, she wanted my oldest daughter, she's 15, she wanted to get some tops and stuff. So I was like, you know what, let's go to Ranch Cordova and just look at the Ross out there because we haven't gone to that Ross. Well, obviously driving through Ranch Cordova, I, you know, my grandparents and my mom, they live out there. So I was like, dang, you know, I should just visit my mom. So spur of the moment, I had to use the ladies room. So I went into Safeway and I got some flowers. I don't know what kind of flowers they were, but my favorite color is purple, and I was like, these are pretty. So I picked up, you know, two sets of flowers for my grandparents and my mom, and I asked my daughter if she'd be comfortable if we just dropped them off. She was like, absolutely. So we ended up over there. Um, my daughter had said she wanted to take the flowers up, and it kind of threw me off a little bit because she hasn't seen them in, you know, in years. I mean, years. I... I can't even tell you how long it's been. I I, I want to say 10 years, but I, I could be exaggerating or it could have been longer. But it's been a long time. A long time. So I was like, absolutely. The baby was the, the baby was asleep in the back seat. So I just sat in the car. I had the air blowing pretty high. And my oldest daughter, I told her just, you know, knock on the door. We were going to initially just knock on the door and leave. But I don't know why. I was like, just knock on the door, and when they answer, you know, tell them who you are. Just remind them, just in case they don't recognize her, because she's grown now, you know. And um, let them know it's from us. Saw my mom. You know, she opened the door. She peeped out her head. Um, I don't know what was exchanged, you know, but everybody was happy. And I instantly <laughs> um, got very emotional. Because that is, anybody that knows me, it's very difficult. Like, I cut people out of my life very easily. Like, anything that, it, it's just like, I don't want that energy. Or if I feel like something's not reciprocated, I, I usually just, I cut it. I don't have time for the, the bullshit. Not saying she was doing any bullshit, but just in general, and I cut people out. So it took a lot for me to just go over there. I didn't call. I wasn't sure how they were going to react. I knew I knew they wouldn't be upset, but come on. <laughs> if that was you guys in the situation, you haven't seen your grandparents or your mom in a really long time, and you know you weren't raised by your mom, and you've been trying really hard for all these years to, to figure out a way to connect, and you just can't, at some point you give up. You know, but, and I have for the last few years, but something told me to do it today, and you guys would be nervous too, you know, like, how many of you guys would be nervous? Like, I, I'm, I'm curious. I would like to know and feel like I'm not the only one, <laughs> you know, but I ended up getting out the car, um, had the, the, um, the air blowing and, you know, I had the clicker in my hand for the baby. Um, I didn't go in the house or anything like that. We were right outside and, um, just cause of course the baby was in the car <laughs> and, um, we just chatted for a bit. And once I saw you know, my mom was the one that opened the door, my grandma was on the couch, and my grandpa was uh, on the back patio, I believe, watching TV. I think, I think maybe a game was on, I'm not quite sure, maybe watching the news. I remember, you know, growing up, he, he always had the news on. So, seeing them, 
and I don't know how long it's been since I've seen them, I instantly got very emotional. I held it together just because my daughter's right there, I, you know, and I didn't want them to feel uncomfortable, but my eyes started watering, and um, we just started chatting. Kids are good. You know, the common stuff. Kids are good. How are you guys? Yeah, we were just in the area, you know, and blah, 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 blah. It was it was a really good experience. My, my grandma ended up um, letting me know, like, hey, I've been holding on to these blankets because she crochets blankets. And that's one thing I, I always remember of my grandma because um, she, a long time ago, was trying to show me. She was showing me how to crochet. And for some reason, she's shown me, like, I think two or three times years ago. I, I mean, over 20 years ago. And I still remember... I, I can visually see and remember that little memory of her showing me and I kind of remember the pattern and I may not have it perfect, but I remember how to do it. I've made a couple starts of blankets. <laughs> I've never finished, but I've started some, but she pulled out, you know, four blankets that she's been holding on to. One was um, blue and gray. It was beautiful. It was for my son. We had uh, two shades of pink and white and a lighter pink, a white and like a burgundy. That was all one blanket, and then we had a purple. I think that's, yeah, 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 that's about four. Um, so she gave that to us. You know, of course, we hugged, and it was really good. Well, we got to the car, me and my daughter, because it was only literally a couple minutes. Again, I didn't, you know, I didn't call them and tell them I was coming, so I didn't want to invade their space, plus the baby. If I would have woke her up and took out the car, she would have just, she would have been cranky and it wouldn't have been like a good visit because she would have been probably pretty whiny and clingy. So, um, she doesn't like to be messed with when she, when she first wakes up and when she's sleeping. So we left, but I got, I, I, I got to the car and well, I should say as I was walking to the car, I just, my eyes started watering, got in the car and I started crying. And still to this day, it was, you know, I, I, it's not, I mean, it hasn't been that many days. It was like a couple days ago, but I, I did not understand why I was crying. My daughter was like, my daughter was rubbing my back. And again, I started thinking like, dang, I've been making excuses all these years. Excuses to why, you know, but being mad at my mom, I don't want to say mad, but, but hurt. That like, oh, she's not reaching out and I don't have a relationship with her. And I've been needing a relationship with my mom, wanting a relationship with my mom. But I made the excuse by saying, oh, she's not making the effort. She's the one that left. She's supposed to be making the effort. And I finally just, I just did it. And it, it felt really good. I don't know what comfort, type of comfort it, it exactly gave me. I think I probably got to marinate on it a little bit more. But it felt really, really good. And I made a promise to myself that at least once every two weeks or once a month, because they're not here much longer, you know, you can definitely see the aging and they're getting older and it's scary, you know. And um, so I said, okay, every two weeks or at least once a month, I'm just going to drop off a card or drop off something for them. I want them to feel my presence, you know, print out some pictures, um, something so that they can see that I'm trying, you know, 
Um, and I don't know. I was like, I just want to make, I, I want to, I want this to be my next episode because I really want you guys to like, I don't want to just talk business. I don't want to just talk about tips and tricks. And I want to give you guys a little bit of me and it may not sound like it, but that was like, that was huge for me. And I was telling some of my closest friends and they're just like, what you did? What? Like, I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. What do you mean you went and visit, you stopped by your mom's house? Yeah, that's, that's my mom. I, you know, I want to go see her. I do love her, you know, but I, I realized it was actually really good for me and my daughter. Cause my oldest daughter and I, she, you know, she's a teenager, so she's doing teenager things. I'm, I'm the strict one. I'm the one raising her. So mommy's the bad guy. We hate mommy because everybody else babies, babies her. And I'm the one that has to discipline, you know, and, um, it gets rough being a parent. It, it gets really, really rough with your child. And I wanted to show her that even though I, you know, I have pain or anger, whatever it is, which I'm still, I guess, trying to figure out, but there's something still there if I just started crying. I had for her, she's still my mom, and I still love her. I still love my grandma and my grandpa. But I have to be the one to make sure that they know that I love them, that I'm willing to put that effort, you know? I, I, I feel like maybe there's guilt there with my mom, maybe even my grandma, like, oh, we weren't there. And especially my mom, I could only imagine how she's feeling, you know, and maybe that's, that's why she doesn't reach out because she doesn't know how, you know, everybody has a story, you know, and I, I don't know anything about her upbringing. I don't know anything about how her high school was, how my grandma was with her. I know nothing about my grandma's history when she had a child you know, I, I know that my, my grandma was born and raised in England. You know, she's this pretty, beautiful, blonde hair, blue eyed English woman, <laughs> you know, white woman, you know. And um, so that that's I mean, to the extent that I know. And then, you know, she's she loves black men. <laughs> I don't know much now. Now I'm very curious, but. I was like, gosh, you know, I've been sitting here making excuses. I'm making excuses and why am I doing it? I'm telling everybody else not to make excuses. But there is one excuse. There is one situation that I'm still making an excuse on. And it was to reach out and build and try to mend a relationship with my, my mother and my grandmother or my grandparents. You know, um, so... I don't know. I just really wanted to talk about that. And I'd love, I'd love to hear some of your guys's. I know there's some of you guys that this hits home. This hits home, especially when you're, you don't even have to be a parent, but you're in your life. You're trying to push forward. Your goal is not to end up like your parents. You want to be better. You want to make them proud. You know, and you get so busy and wrapped up in making sure you're good and everything, you don't fall apart. Everything's great. And you, you know, people are proud, you're proud that you forget what's hurting you. And I feel like I've numbed 
that pain for a really long time. And the way I look at things and, you know, somebody could definitely correct me, you know, if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's a wrong answer is they may not know any better. You know what I'm saying? Like my grandma, I don't know anything about her mother. I don't know if she had like a loving relationship, if they were close, affectionate, you know, and then that trickles down was my grandma affectionate, loving, not saying at all, like, if she wasn't that she's a bad mother. Absolutely not. So I don't want anybody to think that's what I'm saying. Because I, I love my grandma and my mother. And, and I would never say that. But I just I just kind of wonder about their upbringing. Because, you know, everybody does, ha- they, they, they do, they have a story. You know, not saying it's an excuse and something, oh, well, I'm not doing it because my parents aren't. That's, that's totally not what I'm saying. But every experience, like, it's a part of you. It molds you. It creates you. It builds you. It makes you, you know? So I always wondered, like, and, and I think I'm, I'm actually really looking at it as like, they may not know how, especially they know how, you know, I'm very direct. I, I have questions. You know, mostly questions not to attack them, but I want to know about their upbringing and I don't think they're comfortable with it yet. I think when I was young, I was a little bit more blunt with it. And I think that they saw I was really emotional because she came back. I think from what I remember, I was 16. I remember, I remember, and I, I was with my mom through the withdrawals. Like I, I witnessed it and I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I I just remember how ugly it got. And I think my mother may be embarrassed, but I don't look at it, I don't look down at her at all for being gone and you know the the choices she's made. I mean, this woman is a she's a fucking survivor. This woman has seen a lot, you know, since she has been in my life, of course, you know, we've had conversations through the years. It's not at all like, Oh, I've never talked to my mother since she came back. Not at all. I've, I've, I've been able to have conversations with her and she has seen a lot, a lot that a lot of people, it would be hard to, to snap back from. And all I see when I see my mom is strength. You know, like she survived that. She's still, she's still kicking. That didn't, that didn't get her. That did not, that did not get her. She's still kicking. And just because I don't understand things and, and why she did things and, and, and all that, that doesn't mean, guess it doesn't mean like she's a bad person. Of course she's not. You know, everybody has makes their choices and goes down their own path. You know, I made my choice. I, I, I was not growing up. I, people were surprised when I passed 18. Once I passed 18, they were surprised that I passed 21. You know, um, I changed my life once, once I was pregnant, I had my daughter at 21. Was it 20 or 21? 21. But I just, I wanted to dedicate this episode to my mom and to all of you that maybe are struggling with emotions 
with that missing parent or that missing person, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to see anybody be that person that feels like once that person's gone, they're regretting that they didn't reach out. I don't want to be that person. I'm sure none of you guys want to. And I had to be an example for my daughter, you know, and at the end of the day, that's my mom. And I have to forgive. I do forgive her. And mom, I do forgive you. I love you. Of course I have questions, not, Oh, you know, nothing. I just want to know about your life. Who is my mom? Who is Michelle? I want to know my mom. The stuff I missed out on, I want to know. When you were younger, I want to know all that. And so I want everybody to just really <laughs> sit back and, and, and think, you know, about that missing person, you know, and dig deep. See if you can forgive. Just reach out. If you can't pop up at the house, and maybe it's not safe to pop up. Write a card, a text. It's a simple text message, a simple text message. I chose to, to go to the house with the kids and bring flowers. That was my choice. Again, some of you may just write a little note, a nice note, you know, send a text message and flowers, anything, an edible arrangement. Um, you just, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I think just making an effort is huge, huge. I feel very emotional still, but I feel relieved. And I don't want my, my grandparents or my mom to pass with any regret or, or emptiness, you know, and I don't want that emptiness either. So again, this episode, I just wanted to share a piece of that with you guys. Cause it was, it was a lot <laughs> and, um, it meant a lot to me and I, I hope it meant a lot to my grandparents and, and my mom. And I hope that this touched some of you guys. Um, because I know a lot of you guys, there's a lot of us, I mean, we're, we're missing that person and all it is, is a phone call. Everybody has a cell phone, a house phone, an email, somewhere to drop off a card. You don't want to put a return address, no problem. But being able to forgive in your heart so that you're not holding something. I feel like I was, I started crying maybe because I was releasing that and I was forgiving and I was holding on to anger that maybe I, I didn't realize I was and that I had. But forgiveness is, is always good. You know, we all mess up. If you mess up, don't you want that person to forgive you? It's not too bad, but, <laughs> you know, forgiveness is key. So, again, I hope you guys can take the time to, even if you got to write things out, you know, sometimes I have to write things down on a piece of paper and figure out my feelings. And, I, you know, I'm curious. Okay, you don't want to reach out? Why? They did this, this, and this. So don't we tell our children and, and, and not even if it's our children, nieces, nephews, whatever, to be the bigger person. It's always good to forgive. 
but then we're contradicting what we're putting out there because we're not forgiving. We're making an excuse of why we're not going to forgive. So it's a little bit of BS for sure. <laughs> for sure. So let's, um, let's dig deep. And, um, I hope all of you guys can take that moment, even if it's just like once a month to do something, you know, has don't, it doesn't mean father's day or mother's day or grandparents day. Just send a card, a little note. Hey, just thinking of you from Tom, from Didi, from your son, from your daughter, from your granddaughter, whatever. It means the world to somebody. And some, some parents, I will say, let me throw this in there before we end. Some, some of you guys have parents that are still lost, still stuck in their ways. Absolutely. And I get it. I get it. But I'm not saying hand, hand over tons of money, hand over money, cave in. I'm saying just to reach out. If some of you guys have parents that are incarcerated, right? If they're in county, you could probably write an email. If they're in prison, you can write a letter. You don't want them to know where you live? Get a P.O. box. Get a PO, small P.O. box or something. You don't even got to do that. You don't even have to put a return address. You know what I'm saying? Because I do know there's a large community where the parents are locked up. You know, um, just write a letter. You don't got to have a return address. You know, those of you that maybe were adopted, found out who your parents were, they wanted nothing to do with you. I get it. I have a really close friend of mine that's actually going through that right now. And, um, that friend has been sending letters. It was, they were doing a little bit, I think for their parents, a little too much. It was like every week, but they do it every month. And, um, they did put for the last, I think three letters, they put a returned address on it and they're getting a response and it's actually more comfortable for that parent to write a letter than to talk. And she's getting, I see that she's getting a little bit of closure from it, you know? So it's a little bit of another serious, <laughs> serious episode, but this is part of me. This is something I experienced and I really wanted to share it with you guys. Um, if I can be there for anybody, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a counselor, nothing, you know, but I'm a really good listener and I can empathize with you, a lot of you. So if anybody wants to chat via email or something, or you just want to say, Hey, you know what? I listen to your episodes. What I did. You know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear that. Or, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I have a parent, da, 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 they're incarcerated. I have, I didn't know them at all. Lived with my mom, she was drug addict, you know, like whatever story it may be. Okay, we'll write a letter. That's all I'm going to probably tell you. I'm going to listen. I'm going to empathize. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a solution. Because there's always a solution. And you can, you, can, you can live on saying that you made your effort. End of story. And I, and I promise you, I promise you it's going to feel good. You just can't expect anything in return.
you have to do it with your heart and, and just putting yourself out there to be real. And again, not expecting anything in return. Cause when you do expect something in return and you don't get what you expected at the time you want it, you know, in a timely manner to, according to you, um, or at all, or the way that you want it, you're going to be disappointed. So don't set any expectations and you will get no disappointments. Okay. So let's try it. Let's try it. So those of you, again, I, I hope I, I reached out to you guys. I, I touched you guys. I've um, motivated you to forgive. Sometimes it doesn't work, but Hey, you, you made your, you did your part. You did, you did you, you did your part to make it work. Okay. So I feel good and I'm going to continue to, you know, show my daughter and my kids what they need to see is forgiveness, you know, and being the bigger person and reaching out. All it is, is reaching out. I'm not expecting anything from my grandparents or my mother. I'm hoping it makes them feel good, but I don't expect them to send me flowers or call me unexpectedly. No problem. I hope to have something grow. And if it doesn't, that's okay. That's just a hope. I don't expect it. All right. So that's me signing out. Dorika Nicole signing out a donut social podcast. I hope you guys got a little piece of me, things I've gone through and um, a little step I've made in my life as I'm, I'm talking to you guys. So I will talk to you guys next week. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. Okay. Everybody have a wonderful week. Stay positive. See what you can do to reach out to somebody, that missing person. Social podcast. Signing out. Bye, y'all.